Hello and welcome to Mizu SMP Radio, the hidden songs of the Dream SMP. I'm your host, Orb Manson, and I'll be your guide today as we listen to some extraordinary songs about a cunning but lonely little guy who we're pretty sure was a person, not a pet, though our archives can sometimes be a bit uncertain. Anyway, today's episode is all about Fundy. And we're welcoming back the one and only Ame, so say hello. Hello. <laughs> it's been some time. Oh, well, we had to have you come in for this episode because yes. you are, like, not just a fundy expert, but the fundy expert. Well, I'd say I'm up there. <laughs> I, I'm up there. Okay, so I'm going to give a heads up to our listeners. We're obviously going to be discussing fundy lore from probably early days to the most recent developments, which were quite a bit ago by now, but still. That's so sad. <laughs> To be fair, he's, like, not the only one who's not had a huge lore development in a while. There's a lot of them that are like that. So that was, what, November 2021? So that's, it's still a little bit ago, so it's not too bad. All right. So instead of hopping in with, like, a an icebreaker question, which I, I tend to like to do, but I think for this one, since we have so many songs, we'll actually start off with music. Because for this Ooh. one... We're doing something a little special where we're actually just going to have a sample of a song rather than the whole thing. So to start off, we're going to have a quick bit from this song. It's called Pet War by Osserve. So we'll give that a listen. You killed Fundy, you killed Harold, you killed Ackerson, you killed Skechers, you killed Venus, you killed, you killed, you killed, you killed. Killed, you killed, you killed, you killed. The thing with this one is like even though i i looked for a while because i've had a fundy playlist pretty much since the beginning of this podcast since at least what may of last year now i had a mm-hmm. fundy one for a while and i don't think there was any other songs about this era the pet war era i don't think there was anything else from any perspective that's really sad yeah. that is really sad well, like, especially because it's like, yeah. it, it, it was such a big defining part of not just Fundy, but like Sapnap's lore. So I, I thought it would be something more people would have songs or something about, but I guess not. There's some cool quotable moments from that era. I'll give you some history. Pet War was the reason that I started watching the Dream SMP. Because like, of course, I got into it because I heard about Manberg and Sadist. But then during the time, there was like nothing going on besides the whole, I don't even know if people remember because this has been one and a half years, but like there was the whole scuffle between Tommy and Dream about spirit before the spirit speech. Oh, it's called the Railroad Skirmish, I think. Oh and yeah, I do know what that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that happened was Fundy's Pet War. That's when I started becoming a fan of Fundy's content. 
is because of the pet wars and I think that the pet wars is a good character study or character exploration of who Fundy is before she went down. That's like the thing I always describe about pet wars. If you want to understand who Fundy was before he was hurt, before he was abandoned, you gotta watch the pet wars because that's that's Fundy at his peak, at like his best mental state despite the fact he lost people but going back to the song because i'm gonna derail and talk about the pet wars (laughs) i think that this song compared to the rest i wrote melancholic and then when i listen to the rest i'm like okay wait maybe this song is happier than the, the rest of the songs on this playlist because i think that despite everything that happened it still ends with a wistful hopeful tone about despite losing things he still recognizes and appreciates the pets he's had and Bundy cares a lot about pets in the dream essence maybe maybe it's a furry thing who knows but it's it's very interesting because people don't even recognize that so much of the pet wars is so fundamental to like Bundy's character it's the start of him losing things but it also shows how much he craves and wants justice, like deserve justice. I like the line of you killed Skechers and you killed Venus because it's, I mean, physically, Fundy kind of murdered both of them. But him saying this or the song saying this kind of puts the blame towards Sapna, which honestly, yeah, because he just killed Fungi out of nowhere. It was him. He caused all of this. And I like how the song kind of recognized that it wasn't technically Fundy's entire fault that these other pets got killed because Sapnap shouldn't have killed pets in the first place. That's kind of become a very defining part of his character, though, because of that. He just kills pets. Just why not? (laughs) And it's weird. Like, people establish that Sapnap's character is a pet killer, but they, like, gloss over the pet wars it's like recognizing lemanberg's greatness and then forgetting that Fundy was part of a lemanberg it's mm-hmm. always been like that and it's sad because i think the pet wars i think it showed Fundy at his most honorable because at the end of the pet wars he lost the duel but surprisingly i'm gonna say it was a, supposedly a best of three like he was supposed to get three wins and he lost the first three rounds and then when he got like a motivational speech from Tubbo, he proceeded to win the next three rounds. Like, it's very interesting. But he did lose at the end. And while he had to give up the location of Sapnap's other pets, he really demanded that Sapnap give back. Like, he's fish. Like, that's very important to Fanny because he cares about people. His entire character is rooted in his relationships with others and what they think of him and what he gives them. And at the end, Fundy didn't really gain anything but Nikki's two fish. And while Nikki gained that back, I mean, Fundy didn't really gain much. And I think that speaks volumes on Fundy's character, like how much this devotion to other people and care for other people warps over time because he used to be so vigorous and he pulled pranks. He wouldn't care about other people's opinions. He had genuine friendships. And we'll discuss it later. But The Pet Wars was basically, for me, just Fundy at his greatest. And the song, it perfectly reflects like what Fundy was, what Fundy lost about him. Not only his pets, but what Fundy lost in terms of characteristics. So just listen to the song if you want to know about The Pet Wars. Because it's honestly such an underrated part of Fundy and Sapnap and Nikki. Coconut 2020 couldn't have run without the Pet Wars. 
I think people don't even realize that. The yeah. whole thing. The Pet Wars gave us so many good moments. I don't even really have anything to say like beyond what you already said about this song because <laughs> whoops <laughs> it's just i really like this song it's such a good song because um it's catchy which is really good mm-hmm. i wasn't actually expecting that really at the start because it is kind of more melancholy in a way it, it is kind of just mm-hmm. about something sad but it's still like if you listen to it a couple times it's like okay well now the beat's kind of stuck in there <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty simple, but it's effective. I'll give it that. All right. So um, that was Pet War by Osirve. <laughs> um, you can check out the full song on their YouTube channel. So we put a link down in the description for that. I guess we can just move on to the next one. This one is Fight with Fire, Fundy's Spy Arc by Ian Has Opinions. And we haven't played a song by Ian Has Opinions since, like, I think the first episode not like the pilot but the first like good vibes episode of the entire podcast so this is like kind of a treat in and of itself just to have an ian has opinions song again but it's also this song is amazing so it's awesome you still make fun of a fox in the wood but foxes are sly and cunning and nothing like you temper short like a wolf you howled an election you flew too close to the sun your wings and your pride caught life wire you went down and Trusted fire, you never trusted fire. You call me a child, but you think like a kid, and no one can know the things that I did. I'll get back my home, and I won't let you know I'm not standing in your shadow. I'm casting my 
for the things that I did. If we had won, we'd have been the best presidents. But we didn't win, so I guess this is it. You can fight with your words, but I'll watch the flag burn. Foxes are cunning and foxes are sly. I have a plan and a good reason why. Don't you see what this is? Our flag is tender for Manberg's funeral pyre. I fight with fire. If you scroll down a bit, my comment from when this was released is there. And I still stand by my opinion, but I I find this song fascinating because Ian tried to explain about what fire meant to Fundy. I thought this was an amazing song that showcased Fundy's motivations. That's such an awesome thing, but it's overlooked so much. Like, I know so many people who love Pogtopia, but then they don't even know that Fundy was a spy during it. And it's like, wait, how did you miss that part? Right? You know, I watched Bugtopia live. And when Fundy was revealed to be a traitor, I knew. But there were so many people who didn't. I was like, how do you miss this? To be fair, Fundy didn't really say it to anyone besides Eric. Though he made it apparent in certain parts of the stream that he was pretending to be a spy for Schlatt. And honestly, the fact that he was able to pull that off, I mean, to the end, Schlatt didn't even know he was a spy, like, before he died. Like, if you watch it, Schlatt seemed to be betrayed that Fundy was fighting alongside Wilbur. The fact that Schlatt didn't know all this time proved that Fundy was kind of an effective spy compared to, you know, Tubbo. Yeah. Tubbo was just <laughs> going back and forth. Pretending he was pregnant. <laughs> Being really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fundy was a very effective spy, I think. And his arc during Manberg is so underrated for what it is. Because his motivations are so loud in this one. Mm -hmm. Because, firstly, he became a spy because, you know, he loves the Manberg. And he doesn't really stand by Schlatt. And he, like what Ian explained, he wanted to stand out, despite knowing that Wilbur and everyone else reduce him to being Wilbur's son or like a furry, because <laughs> a lot of the time being a furry is the punchline to Fundy being there. Yeah. He cared so much that he, you know, he was willing to even like burn the flag of his best friend. He even recognized that Eric and Nikki are gonna hate him after that. And these two are the people who cared about him or he cares about the most. Like, I think they're very close friends in the Dream SMB. 
end the song recognized that no matter what Fundy did, to the end, to Wilbur's death, Wilbur still didn't understand who he was, which I understand why. I want to preface that it wasn't Wilbur's fault. There's a big controversy of like, oh, are we saying that Wilbur's bad for supposedly abandoning Fundy? Like, to me, I don't think Wilbur is a bad person because he was already at a bad mental state and he was also kind of infantilized by his own father. So he just passed that down to Fundy. Does that make him a good father? Not really. Does that make him a bad person? No. But to Fundy, I think it would hurt if no matter what you did, everyone was going to misinterpret your actions misunderstand, misconstrue who you were supposed to be. And I really like the line about how come you never trusted fire. I want to say like maybe Fundy should have been more apparent to Wilbur about betraying Schlatt. But at the same time, it may feel like cheap recognition. Like that's what he wants. He wanted to be recognized by Wilbur. In the end, it still didn't happen. I feel like he wanted like genuine recognition and genuine attention. But he just didn't get it. And as a Fundy fan, it's so frustrating to see so much of what he did. I mean, he didn't even just do the flag. You know, the obsidian flag, that was his doing. He mined all those obsidian. He made a secret bunker. He made a spy diary and almost got caught by Schlatt. Guys, oh my god, nobody knows this clip. But like, there was this time that he almost got caught by Schlatt. It was so scary. And then, before the festival, Fundy actually admitted to switching to Schlatt's side. Which I don't think a lot of people knew. Like, they thought that Fundy was like a traitor the whole time. But it's interesting that he gradually started liking Schlatt. And I feel like that has to be a product of Schlatt treating him well. Because... Every time he talked to Schlatt, Schlatt would recognize his efforts and he would promote him. And honestly, like, it hurts to see that he started to switch to Schlatt's side because he thought he would be the father that Wilbur never was. He just went through a lot to prove that he was worthy. And he almost got it through Schlatt. And he almost got it through Wilbur. But in the end, they both died on the same day. It's just awful because he just gave so much. And this whole song is about how Fundy wanted to start his own fire. About how he wanted to stand out. He wanted to prove that he was capable. Wanted to prove that he was not just a son to Wilbur. He helped in the Lemanberg War. Yet he's not in the national anthem. He's not there. People don't remember him. And even now, character Wilbur doesn't recall Fundy fighting with them. I think that's awful that he doesn't even remember that Fundy fought alongside them. And for how much this song is about, like, Fundy starting his own fire, did he ever succeed in the end? He never succeeded in Lemanberg, in Manberg, in Pautopia, in New Lemanberg, the Butcher Army never succeeded in all of that and i think that's what makes it really sad you see this song and just kind of funny wanting to thrive but knowing what happened to funny now you're like oh god this never happened did it kind of why like i really like the song because it recognizes funny's just desperation to be seen that's it that's my spiel (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're right i would argue a bit though that it does a great job pointing some blame at a lot of uh what wilbur's actions very early on how that solidified Mm. how fundy turned out yeah as much as fundy's supposed betrayal hurt wilbur wilbur's abandonment or unintentional abandonment of fundy kind of like set him up for failure honestly 
those abandonment issues started so early on Mm -hmm. whatever wilbur was giving him clearly wasn't what he wanted despite how very open about it he was a lot of the time yeah and these abandonment issues i've got to say i think fundy portrays it the best because it's a slow burn Fundy's character, I think he's very intuitive, he stands his ground, like, it's not like he's weak, but, like, you see how his abandonment issues affect him over time. First, with Manberg, of course, he still stood his ground, and then there's the whole Butcher Army fiasco, then Doomsday happened, like, all of that, where he just had this whole breakdown, and then you see him in Las Nevadas, where he's just alone. One and a half years of this being extended and paced out well. I can like distinguish each era from another by how affected Fundy is by these issues because well nobody's helping him but like I don't want to blame anybody because they all have their own issues but like he is so alone it's just awful how much it gets bigger and bigger but I hope something happens in Las Nevadas maybe who knows all right well again that was fight with fire by Ian has opinions they've actually got more songs on their YouTube so I will put the links in the description for people to go check out more of their stuff. They work on Lemanberg the Musical, which also has some stuff that they've put out that's actually pretty cool. So I think I will link that in the description as well so that people go check out both of those. Uh, The next one shifts gears a bit. Uh, This one kind of slows things down. It's a bit slower and a lot more angsty than the previous two songs. Uh, But this one is Your Unfinished Symphony, Fundy's Theme by Kanaya. Promise I wasn't trying to hurt anyone I just wanted for you to be proud of me You were the exiles But why am I the one who felt so exiled? Cause I bet you told people that I was the traitor And you were the one who made up promises your land, your words, your love was lost all at once. I love this song. 
Because this is like, again, we're still in that era where Fundy was trying to be a spy, but like his efforts to help only made people, namely Wilbur, distrust him more. Yeah. This song just, it shows that Fundy wasn't just trying to help because of a moral obligation or because it's his hometown. Like he was really doing this to prove himself to his dad. Yeah. It hurts. I was, by the way, talking about the song. I was there when it premiered, so I remember this song, <laughs> and it was one of my favorites because I think it's a perfect depiction of how Fundy hurt after Bugtopia and Mangrove. It's a, a lot about hurt and a lot about what he felt after Wilbur left. For Fundy, he never got the recognition that Wilbur got, so he never knew if Wilbur was ever proud of him or if he did anything right. And you can see how much he didn't betray Manberg, like what you said, for a moral obligation. He did it for Wilbur. He did it for Lamanberg. And to see that people didn't see that in him, of course he'd hurt. And there's this line in the song that I love, which is something that goes with, I swear I didn't mean to hurt anyone. I just wanted to prove to you that I can. And I love the I can part. Because what is it? What is he trying to prove? He just wanted to prove that he is capable of doing something. And yet, people don't see the work he's put into sacrificing things for recognition. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, he was successful in his being a spy. Like, he actually... Yeah. He even presented the, the, the spy diary to Wilbur. And he was like, yeah, this is what I was working on this whole time. But it still didn't mean anything at the end of the yeah. day. It's like, well, he did all of that work for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, and like the reason they felt convinced that they could defeat Schlatt was because they heard about his condition from Fundy. Yeah. I think people don't realize how much Fundy sacrificed by betraying Schlatt. And it's not just because like he his position got exposed, but he cares about Schlatt. And I don't think people discuss how much Schlatt means to him. He betrayed someone who he also thought could have been a potential father figure him for another person who he thought could fulfill that role and yet he didn't he lost both of them and it didn't help that ghost bear was there because it felt like a cheap sense of closure like of course it's not ghost bear's fault because he's not wilbur in a sense he has some of wilbur's memories but he's just he's very distinct from wilbur he was treating Bundy like a child and wanted to treat him as his own child and he was trying to be nice it wasn't what Fundy wanted because when he talks about the deeper stuff about Wilbur, Ghost Bear would run away or avoid the issue. Or if he manages to stay, he doesn't really know what to say because he doesn't know anything. He's not Wilbur. So Fundy can't be given this sense of closure. So at the end, like he got, what, nothing. He doesn't even have a sense of closure now. I think that the fact that he didn't get closure was why his abandonment issues got worse. And he wanted more attention because if he isn't going to get the recognition from Wilbur, he'll get it from everyone else. You're probably right because I think that once Wilbur had died, him attempting to like his sudden like calling Phil's a grandpa and constantly like trying to get attention from him and it just immediately backfiring, especially after the Butcher Army stuff. I think if Phil's had gone along with it, I think that that could have also been somewhat of a schlatt situation too where he might have been okay with that being the surrogate attention that he needed but it just mm -hmm. didn't work out yeah 
I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. I know that the video for this one, Kanaya said that they sampled a little bit of the song Monster from Adventure Time Distant Lands. For anyone who's like a Adventure Time fan, they, they might know and be able to tell but uh it's just the first lyric is like the same cadence as that song but it, if you listen to that song some of the lyrics have that same vibe the song has a part that's like i've always been seen as a monster so i'm used to that kind of a message when i was looking back and seeing like that song i was like okay i could see where kanaya could have been hearing this song and creating those similarities to how fundy is often treated i think that i could see where those similarities may have come into mind and how that may have inspired this song to come about yeah it's sad <laughs> it's very sad it only gets more sad from here <laughs> um all right <laughs> Again, uh, that one was Your Unfinished Symphony by Kanaya. Yeah, Kanaya's got like a, a YouTube and a Spotify, so I'll put links like for both songs. of those. They have a lot of really good songs. Oh my goodness. Mm. Now, we can move on to a really good song. And I guess when I say really good, I mean angsty. But, you know, more or less the same in my book. This one is Fathers and Sons by Aliouf. This song, as you can maybe guess from the title, isn't just about Fundy. It's Filza, then Wilbur, and then Fundy. But it's a very good one. So we'll listen to that. The day that you were born, I looked at your little of your heart you were the apple of my eye but things are different now we've drifted so far apart sometimes I wonder if we were doomed from the start Fathers and sons, clouds and the rain. I hate that I caused you so much pain. Fathers and sons, unraveled and undone. I miss the I see my worst fear came. 
brothers and sons scratched old cassettes All I ever wanted was some of his attention. Fathers and sons, the moon and the sun, I dream of a world where we're happy, where we are. First things first, I freaking love this song. Like I said before, I I made a playlist for Fundy songs like pretty early on into making this podcast. This was the first song in that playlist for so long. Like I I was just waiting for the day that I could finally put it in an episode because like to put it lightly, this is a masterpiece of a song. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You love this song. Like it completely nails all the parallels between all three of these characters. I mean, that parallel being abandonment issues, but not the point. (laughs) But like Mm. the emotions are really well portrayed in the lyrics. The way that she sings each character's part is so well done. And then the instrumental is also amazing because it it switches between different instruments for each character, but then they layer on top of each other. I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's it's very good. And I'm always amazed at how like well made this is. But then I remember like it's Aliouf who makes amazing stuff all the time. So it's like, well, of course it's why would I expect anything but amazingness from Aliouf? <laughs> but <a> big fan. <laughs> this is probably my favorite song that Aliouf's done. Maybe the Tubbo song that just recently came out is probably a good contender, but this one, I come back and listen to this one all the time. It's just, it's so good. I love everything about this song. <laughs> I think, like, it's perfect. It went from one character to another. I say that the neglect of this family, they are full of people who have neglected each other. And it's not just like it comes out of nowhere, like with Wilbur and Fundy, but we see that it fills out as well. And it's hard to triumph over it if you can't recognize it. Despite the fact that it is sad, it also showcases how much they love each other. For example, I think the best, like the family, 
ever coming to terms with anything was when Filza and Bundy talked after Wilbur got revived. I knew I'd never had like high hopes for Filza, but when Filza explained himself to Bundy during that stream, I finally understood where he came from. And it's kind of their conversation felt like it was long overdue and it was a bit late, but it's something that they both needed. And I wish there was more. <laughs> Could you imagine like a Wilbur and Bundy stream where they talk? Yeah. I mean, at least just get stuff out there. I agree that it's like miscommunication is the biggest thing. But even with specifically like Wilbur and Fundy, it's like these two just they don't say anything to each other about what they're actually feeling. God, (laughs) This one, like, I think it's Fundy's part in the song. Those lyrics are probably the ones that hit the hardest. Philza's part is like super genuine because it's very much like a father who wanted what was best for his son, but he just didn't really know how to fix things once they kind of gradually broke apart and then with Wilbur's part it's like okay obviously he had a a bit rough and he tried to do better but obviously that didn't happen if anything he did a worse job than Phil did but then Fundy's part I think part of why it hurts the most is because of how fresh that wound still is yeah and then the other lyric I like is I am nothing but an afterthought which is like Oh my god. Anything about Fundy being the last person people think about is always sad. Not only in like a meta perspective, like in the fandom, but like just in the Dream SMP as well. It, it's just sad. Like, he's always been an after that. He's always been just like Wilbur's son, yet he can't be the perfect son for Wilbur. <laughs> he's reduced to something that he can't even be good at. That line, it's not just saying that he was left behind and abandoned but that he was left behind and abandoned even before wilbur had died like it's saying that he doesn't even get to tell his own story everything he does is almost just like a continuation of wilbur's and like his actions or even his motivations are just what causes that because like he's desperately trying to prove himself even long after wilbur's gone and he's just longing for some kind of connection with literally anyone at this point and in doing so he's just showing how deeply he was affected by Wilbur and how Wilbur shaped him into what he is he really is more or less that afterthought after everything that's happened with Wilbur so he's not really telling his own story at the end of the day and it's like that's it robs him of his own story it's terrible you're making me realize (laughs) like this man is so desperate to get out of Wilbur's shadow but that's literally his big like the, the main thing that affects him that he's in Wilbur's shadow and he wants to get away but then he still wants Wilbur's recognition he can't get away from that so no matter what Bundy's character is rooted in Wilbur and I'm like my, my boy oh, so we'll wrap that one up again that was Fathers and Sons by Aliouf it's such a great song it is She's obviously got more amazing songs, a lot of them, uh, that you can check out. Um, She's got YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, all kinds of links. So we'll put all those in the description. Ali also is like the director for the Dream SMP, the musical. So like not the Lemanberg, the musical. That's the one that Ian works on. But Dream SMP, the musical is one that Ali does the director for. I'll put links for that one because that one's actually really good. Keeping with the... uh, slow and angsty pace we've got going we will get into our next song here um this one is wake up fundy song by seagull which by the way finally realized for sure it is meant to be pronounced seagull 
not Sago. I was constantly back and forth on that. Uh, only took us like three episodes to figure mm. it out. And the heads up on this song, because it has to do with Fundy's mind lore. I'm not even sure if there's an official name for that. So that was the spoiler warning. And then there's also a, uh, the video has a big misophonia warning as well, because there's like atmospheric sounds going on and some vinyl cracks and whispers throughout the whole song. And then mm. it also gets like really loud and fast paced near the end with some like loud sirens underneath it all. So just let everyone know, please be careful with this song. It's very good, but it's also mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> I stare into the void You stare back The memories of a man I try to forget I wanted to forget you Why is it always me? Who's left behind Alone in my own thoughts And lost in my own mind I'm lost in my own mind I don't know how To close my eyes and fall to escape this dream But what did you think of this one? Oh my god. This was the song that made me write an essay. I was like, oh god, I realized things I didn't realize until I listened to this song. 
It's it's my favorite of the bunch. I'll give it that. I'll I'll say that this is my favorite song of the bunch because of what it highlights about Fundy's character. And I'll say I really love what Fundy's dreams give or provide to Fundy's character. The thing that really made me realize this was the lyric that said something like he was alone and lost in his own mind. I realized how OP his dreams are. They tell the future. He even hinted after Wilbur's revival that he saw Wilbur before Wilbur got revived. So he was able to predict that. He was able to predict kind of Las Nevadas. He was able to warn himself. His future self warned himself about Las Nevadas. He even like saw Quackity's whole manipulation tactic before it happened. It's so OP. But the reason why it's not as OP as like other pieces of media give is that Fundy has no one to tell it to and I think that like made me realize how awful Fundy's situation is he has such a useful power that would help the dream as be so immensely but it doesn't help anyone or he can't help anyone because he has no one to tell them to he, he these could have been avoidable his manipulation like from Quackity could have been avoidable if he had someone to tell, if he had someone to support him, to drag Quackity away. But he didn't have anyone. And I think that that's what makes it awful. Instead of making this a useful gift for him to utilize, to help others, he's just viewing the doomed fates of people he cares about. It's it's just awful. And that stream is called Fundy's Mind because the only thing he's left with, because he's alone, is his thoughts and him ruminating on the past. The only thing he has left is thinking about what he's lost, what's happened to him. He's so stuck in his past, despite the fact it's about future-telling visions. Like, his first dream was about the van and Wilbur, what he's lost. It's about his future self exposing his insecurities. He's stuck thinking about that because he has nothing left to do. Honestly, I don't even know if Quackity didn't offer that Las Nevadas thing, even if it was bad, I don't even know where Fundy would have gone. For Fundy, interpersonal relationships means a lot for his character. But then, the only option he had left there was to leave everything. So, if he has to leave something that means so much to him, and means so much to him in terms of valuing his self-worth, then what will happen to him if he has to just leave it all? What would he think about himself? It's just just harsh. And he also mentioned in a stream when he visited Las Nevadas, he said that in his dreams, at the end of each dream, he sees a mirror of himself. And in that mirror, his reflection is telling him that everything, Lamanberg, that was his fault. So when he's away from everyone, that's what he's going to be stuck with. Blame. He believes everything is his fault. And it juxtaposes him during the pet war so much where he recognized, for like, remember the first song, he recognized the death of Skechers, the death of every pet there with Sapnaps. But in the present, he doesn't think that anything that happened was any other person's fault. He shifts it completely to himself. And it's just Fundy at his absolute worst. Like, if he starts blaming Lamanberg on himself instead of Wilbur anymore, that's so different from who he was. And it speaks volumes of what he's been through and what he's going through now. Kind of going along with what you're saying, I really like how the lyrics with this one, how like the first verse is Fundy describing his thoughts, right? Which Mm -hmm. is pretty normal for any song. But then the second verse, 
it's funny directly talking to himself just like what happens in that lore stream it goes from a normal like just thinking out loud to directly speaking to himself Mm-hmm. that's actually really sad now because i'm like oh god now you're speaking to yourself doesn't that denote that you're very 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 alone <laughs> i like, mean that's oh already god. true from just those streams like we think it can't get worse and then it got worse <laughs> it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse i sometimes think about Fafi manipulating Fundy. Because I'm gonna be frank, as much as I am a believer of found family Las Nevadas, Fafity manipulated him into joining Las Nevadas by catastrophizing his issues and also implying that their shared history was like them fighting together when Quackley has gotten mad at Fundy at multiple occasions during the Butcher Army. And like, it's awful that Quackley did that because honestly, I feel like he didn't have to. Like, you could have just said, hey, you want a family? I could provide that. Funny would be in on that, like, immediately. I just hope it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to bring this up earlier when we were talking about it, but, like, I personally think that where he's at, like, with everything that he's gone through, I think the only thing that will ever really bring him even just the tiniest bit of happiness at this point is for someone to see him. Not even yeah. necessarily all of his struggles, but like be willing to reciprocate rather than him constantly chasing after others. He he needs someone to turn around and actually make that same effort because otherwise he's never, he, it's always going to be the same. What else was there about this one? The sirens. I was going to say the sirens. I was literally about to Sirens. say, yeah, the instrumental work in this one, but especially so the good. ending. I feel like the ending matches the intensity of the ending of that first lore stream where like that sense of urgency and danger was there. I was like, yes, that's that's mm. exactly what it felt like. So that sudden rush mm. to the finish was also kind of freaky, but this song does a really good job of like emulating that. I think like the sirens are also I don't know if it was intentional, but it could parallel the end of episode two of Las Nevadas. Yeah. The one with the sirens and the horsemen. Because now that the horseman is confirmed to be foolish and funny the fact that like the first time you see the horseman was during the stream with the sirens it feels like at the end of the song the sirens appearing shows like where fundy resorted to which is like this thing that is supposedly chasing him in the first dream he became what he feared the most during that dream i'm scared for him well again that was wake up by seagull they've got a youtube channel a spotify and a twitch channel so we'll put links in the description so you can check out more of their work it's all awesome all right keep on moving uh we're on to another song this is one that i uh i kind of had my fingers crossed hoping that i'd be able to play it i guess a heads up on this one is that it does use actual audio samples from some fundy lore they are played near the end so heads up on that but this song is called abandoned by silver flames i think everyone's gonna like this one doesn't hurt anymore One by one they left me alone Nowhere no one that I could call home I 
decided he'd rather die than live and just look me in the eye. He came back different, hollow, empty. He forgot what he did to me. Letting me down, and I've come so far and I've done so much, but when I look around, discarded and abandoned, toyed with all the same, the truth is dangled beneath my nose, is it only me to blame? say this much i feel like of all the fundy songs out there like not just the ones from today but like of all of them this one i think does a really good job of portraying fundy's character like from that internal perspective especially like that last verse i feel like that shows how even with everything that fundy's been through like all these struggles all this angst everything it's just been there so much even from the very beginning he's still willing to fight like, he yes. still wants to play an active role in making a change, which is amazing for his character. Like, the fact that he's gone through so much, but he's still trying. To me, I feel like Fundy, as, despite all the sadness, he is honestly very capable. Have you seen Doomsday? He, like, exploded the chests of, like, supplies. And also, he's good at redstone. Like, he's so capable. He could do so much if he's given the chance. And I also wanted to say that this song was a perfect portrayal of how Fundy was abandoned and what he thinks of it. Because obviously we talk about the hurt, talk about his issues and blah blah blah, all that. I think in a way when it's not just that he's been abandoned and that every single time something goes wrong, he's left with just himself. It does come down to, yeah, maybe me being there is what's causing these issues. I, I think it makes sense that that's a conclusion that he's come to but it might also explain why no one else recognizes the talents that he does have because even he's lost confidence in those talents like i don't like like, he may be great but he just doesn't have that confidence anymore that well you know if no one's gonna recognize that you can do something if there's no acknowledgement or praise from anyone at all then how do you know that you can rely on yourself that you're actually any good at it if i were him i'd also be kind of just sad and just not try anymore because he's just done so much and it's all just been misconstrued and 
You know, I'll I'll just bring this up. I don't know if it's how related this to song, but it's something I pick up about Hamdi's character. He's also kind of in denial sometimes of how abandoned he is, because if you watch the stream Pandi's mind when he, Wilbur would disappeared from the van, he talks about how it's a, like a prank, and like he talks about like when he was he said when he wakes up and he'll see everyone again, and everyone's just pulling a big prank on him. It's a big thing, like him and pranks, and like him reducing things as jokes it's really sad honestly if pranks are kind of like meant to represent his means of coping because pranks used to be such an integral part of Bundy's character back in the day like he used to do so many prank wars with Aaron but now he isn't doing as much pranks as he did well Um, I think there's more to it than just like yeah it, it used to be such a big part of his character but now also the entire SMP has changed too. Like mm-hmm. something like what what happened with the community house. People took that super badly because it was just not great timing, considering everything that's happened to the community house before that. Oh, but yeah. like it just nobody took it as the prank that it was, despite the fact yeah. that they immediately rebuilt it. But like it's just it wasn't taken as the lighthearted joke that it was because it wasn't a joke between friends it was it felt like an attack after everything that had happened and i think it just showed that out of touchness um i was gonna say the only thing i can think of that's similar was if you remember when he first met michael and how he kept trying to like you know let him outside and stuff just like as clearly as a joke but it just wasn't landing and it I think that that's one of those streams where it really solidified for him. Like, he can't be what he used to be. Like, nobody's going to accept that anymore. I also have to say, to add to this, one of the first pranks that went wrong has to be the button prank on Wilbur. The one where he (laughs) covered Bogtopia in buttons as a joke, and then everyone thought Wilbur did it. Like, oh god, the catastrophizing. And then he made this gigantic cube in the air. Like, what's with with Bundy's pranks being treated, like, seriously? Like, I feel sad about the implications of Bundy changing from pranks used to mean, like, just a chill hobby thing to pass the time to him thinking of pranks as a means of denying what's happening to him. Just, oh no! God, he's also just in denial. He has to be in denial at some level, because otherwise, if he weren't in denial, he would literally have nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, better that he dilutes sad. himself at least a little bit, because then he can at least pretend that he's still friends with people who don't even talk to him anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess, again, that song was abandoned by Silver Flames. Which I really like that song. Um, it's a very good one. I actually I love everything about that song. It, it sounds amazing. So and they've got a really good voice too. So it's like, ooh, I'm glad I was able to play that one. Um, also, surprisingly, that was not the last song for today's episode because we actually have one yeah, more. <laughs> this last one now is uh, a requested song. But it wasn't requested by you. It was instead requested by a listener of ours over on Instagram, which is nice that we were getting requests from audience people now, which is the first. Uh, um, I guess I can give the little shout out here, too, that like if anyone has a song that they want to hear us play and discuss, 
here on Mizu SMP Radio. You can literally check all of our social media sites and just hit us up there. I think we've got, let's see, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, or by email. All of those are linked at the very bottom of the description for your convenience. Anyway, on to this last song. There's probably plenty of people who know this one, maybe. It's not nearly as popular as it should be, but this is Theme of the Abandoned, Fundy's Theme, if that wasn't obvious, by Precious Jewel Amour. I think uh, just saying Theme of the Abandoned, you don't even have to specify that it's Fundy's Theme. He just connected the word abandoned, like sun, like just <laughs> alone. Pretty much. I was the first of the city. I was the pride of the town. He called me his little champion. He told me that I was his joy There were times that I felt he's too much There were times that I felt too left out I wanted more to myself I wanted to prove that I can He's too busy helping anyone else but me He's too busy caring for other people, not me I was just the second thing he thought of And I've become used to this now I strayed away from his presence Turned to his worst enemy He lost both his lover and land He lost all his power on hand The song has been left unfinished The walls that he built are gone I tried to go back to his loving arms To find out his time here was done He's too busy helping anyone else but me He's too busy caring for other people, not me I was just the second thing he thought of I'm left alone as the new day I'll grow older with a burden of yearning I'm left alone as the new day arises I'll grow older with a burden of yearning I've been always second on his list And I've become used to this now I'm pretty sure this was one of the first songs I ever heard from Precious Jewel Moore, and it got me really hooked on her music. So I was like, "Ooh, catchy and angsty! Sign me mm. right up. That's my that's my jam right there." 
I've also listened to this song before. I don't know if it's the first. I think the Pablo song was the first. But I really like this song. Team of the Abandoned. It's such a good title. <laughs> the first thing people think about when it comes to him is just fatty issues and being alone. Which I think is sad already. But I think this one is a good song that kind of recaps everything we've said. About how he's used to it. About how he wants to prove he is capable. Oh my god. My favorite line of this song, I'll grow older with the burden of yearning. Because it doesn't just imply he's burdened with this problem. It implies it will last long. And I feel so bad that he's just stuck. He's just stuck forever. He's just stuck in this cycle of like, I want to be something. I want to be worthy. It's so sad. It's so sad. That's one of the lines that just hits the hardest in this one. It shows as well, it's not just that Fundy was hurt by what happened. It wasn't just Wilbur. It's that this is something that keeps happening. Like it doesn't, it's never really stopped. It continues and he continues to struggle to make those close connections with anyone. And he's not been making any progress. This is so sad. We don't have a happy song. (laughs) This is a sad, this oh, is a oh you, song. you wanted a happy, fundy song? Yeah, good <laughs> luck with that. <laughs> Alright, so again, that was Theme of the Abandoned by Precious Jewel Moore. The perfect name for a very angsty song. She's got a lot of links for her stuff on YouTube, Spotify, which has got like Apple Music, Amazon Music, and a Twitch channel. So check all of those out in the really? description. Goodness, that was a, a long one today, but uh, I'm willing to say I think Fundy deserves a little attention. Uh, maybe a little he more does. than ever. <laughs> just recognition, a friend, maybe. Like, maybe just, just a bit. It's just so sad. When I was listening to these songs again, like, oh my god, me, my love for Fundy's character, like, it, it all went back to me. Like, <laughs> god, it, this was, like, amazing. These songs, like, they made me really sad. Alright, well... I guess thanks for coming back again. <laughs> I've been waiting for this Fundy episode. Like, guys, if you want to talk about Fundy, this is the only time I'm going to advertise myself. I am open on Twitter and on Tumblr if you want to talk about Fundy, because I make posts about Fundy a lot. Apple flavored KitKats. Find me, talk to me about Fundy, talk to me about thoughts about Fundy. I love Fundy so much. And I'd love to have convos about Fundy. Oh, you just, you know Fundy so well. It's just perfect to have you here for, especially this episode. You just, it's a good pick. (laughs) All right. Well, that's about it for today, listeners. Sorry again for the uh, mic quality and me having a cold. Everything will be a bit better for the next episode of Mizu SMP Radio, the hidden songs of the Dream SMP. Well, fingers crossed anyway. Uh, As always, Don't forget to check the description for links to all the amazing, talented folks that you heard today. If you have any song or theme requests, or if you yourself are a musician working on fan-made music for the Dream SMP, you can always message us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr, or send us an email at mizusmpradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is your host, Orb Manson, signing off. (laughs) 